Hello everyone, I'm Carmen and welcome to the Rise of a Goddess podcast, a place where we explore all things femininity, feminine energy, intuition, and mindset. Each week we will discuss the many ways media, society, and the world around us help shape our minds to ignore our intuition and play small. Together we will discover how these elements become roadblock number one to rising to our full goddess potential. If you're ready to tap into your goddess energy, you've come to the right place. Now let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Rise of a Goddess podcast. My name is Carmen and I am your host. If you are new here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really do hope that you enjoy it, and I hope more than anything that it has you coming back for more. If you are a returning listener, as I say each and every week, I am extremely grateful to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for always coming back, and thank you so much to those of you who take time out of your day to send me a message and let me know that you're, you are enjoying the episodes, that it resonates with you, that it's helped you to develop new habits or has reminded you of the goddess that you are and that you may have forgotten for just a second, but you're back on, on it. You're back on the road to your higher self. Thank you so much for all of your messages. They are so well received and they truly do motivate me to continue doing what I do. So happy Monday. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. I hope everyone had a wonderful first day of spring here in New Jersey. It was amazing. The weather couldn't have been more perfect. It was 70s, light breeze, and you were able to go outside without a coat. And that, my friends, is probably the part that I enjoy the most. So I had my son here for the week. As I said last week, we had picked him up. We had him for the week. He had a relaxing time. He enjoyed himself. We went to the movies a couple of times and saw Batman and Uncharted. They were both amazing, by the way. And we enjoyed ourselves. And... um Another big event was, it was my daughter's birthday yesterday. She turned 23, so happy birthday, Leilani. I hope you had an amazing day. And most of all, I hope you have a very prosperous, beautiful, new turn around the sun. And that you're able to accomplish all of your dreams. And you're able to have some wonderful adventures too build on and to have as core memories for you. So I love you so much and I know you're listening. So thank you for being such an amazing daughter and thank you for also being such a big inspiration to me for this podcast. I mean, I literally, my whole life has been dedicated to making sure that she would become a strong woman a goddess. And I take every moment possible. The same way I remind all of you, my beautiful goddess listeners, I remind her that she is important. She is a goddess and she should never forget that. So with that being said, 
something that I've always talked about with her is boundaries. And this is something that wasn't always easy for me. In fact, this is something that took me about, wow, probably 45 years to finally do and master. And it hasn't been an easy road, especially when you are raised in a way that informs you that you have to make other people happy, that, you know, family, you should defend family and be for family no matter what. And when you just become this people pleaser and you start realizing that you've lost a part of yourself and that you're not happy with yourself and you discover, you know what, this has to stop. And how do I make sure that I don't lose myself like that and that I become the priority and that... I let other people know that I'm not responsible for their happiness. It all comes down to having boundaries. Ironclad ones. Ones in which you do not stray from and that you make sure that you maintain. My journey to developing boundaries was not a pretty one. There were several very pivotal moments in my life where I had to literally step back and say, enough is enough. I started off with little baby boundaries and then I had to grow because you start off little at first and then you get a little more confident in yourself and start establishing boundaries that protect you. It protects you, the very essence of you, your heart, your mind, and your soul. What's important for you to realize is that boundaries are not developed as a way to control other people or to keep people away. Boundaries are created as a way to protect what you value most, who you are at your core. It protects your identity, your way of being, what drives you, your authenticity, and your very existence. Boundaries are a way to assure that you have a right to your choices. It protects your peace. Boundaries let people know how they should treat you. And there was so very many years in my life where I didn't have any, especially with family, especially with close friends. And it took some very big moments in my life to realize this and I want to say, if you're someone who can sit here and say, you know what, I really don't think I have any boundaries, I suggest sitting down and taking a really good look at yourself 
and looking at your relationships and see what relationships have caused you a lot of heartache or maybe very painful moments or moments in which you felt you were going against who you truly are. I can tell you that those are the moments that you should take a magnifying glass and investigate and notice how maybe you can develop some boundaries in those areas. So many people are of the belief, I was as well, that having boundaries was bad. Or that people wouldn't perceive you as nice if you told them no or if you had boundaries with them. And it took me, like I said, a very long time to come to the realization that it was okay to uphold my values. That it was okay for me to say no. And to further that, To realize that no is a complete sentence. And I didn't have to offer the person any reasonings as to why I said no. It took me a very long time to get to that point. And what I realized afterwards, once I finally came to the realization, no is no. I realized all that time that I spent giving reasons why I didn't want to do something or why I wasn't budging from my stance, why I didn't want to put my values at jeopardy, those people that made me have to state why I didn't want to do something and continuously challenged me to try to change my mind were actually the unhealthiest people for me to have around me with no boundaries. Actually, they were the very people that I needed to set the boundaries with. Let's just say, once you start developing boundaries, you start allowing yourself to feel at peace. You start realizing that you don't feel that nagging pain inside of you, in your gut. You don't walk away depleted out of all of your energy because you upheld your boundaries. Another thing that's very important to remember with boundaries is that it's not your job to make other people happy. I've said this before on other podcasts, and I say it a lot when I'm speaking to friends. Happiness is an inside job. It's not my job to make you happy. It's my job to make me happy. Setting boundaries assures that I will remain happy. 
Because if I go against my boundaries and I do as someone else wants me to, if it goes against my values, you feel happy because you got your way. But I feel terrible. Why? Because I am not being authentic to myself. I'm not protecting my energy. I'm not protecting my values. So it's important to always remember that boundaries help you maintain your happiness. And it's not your job to make other people happy. Just like it's not your job to anticipate other people's needs. Now this I'm not talking about a child because obviously a child is one that, you know, they're in your care. So you have to protect them and you do have to anticipate their needs. But when it comes to adults, it's not your job to anticipate someone else's needs. You're in charge of you. Unless the person is not mentally capable of taking care of themselves and they are under your care, it is not your job to anticipate the needs of another functioning adult. It goes back to saying no. No is a complaint sentence. And being responsible for yourself. Responsible for yourself and your own children. When they are children. But it's not your job to anticipate someone else's needs. Because what ends up happening is the moment the ball is dropped, guess who they're going to blame? You. There have been very many instances in my life where I've had loved ones literally tell me to my face in not so many words that it's my job to be their ride or die. That I should anticipate their needs. I should anticipate what they would want me to say or do in certain situations. Many of which were in complete contrast to who I am as a human being. And I remember very many times I had to literally say, no. And because I was that person that didn't have boundaries, that kind of infuriated them. There have been times when I've been told that I wasn't their team player, that I wasn't, what's the word? I wasn't in alliance with them because I chose my core values as my answer to whatever the dispute was or the situation that they found themselves in. My response was in sharp contrast to what they expected me to have as a, as a response. And sadly, it, it developed wedges to the point where many times I didn't speak to these loved ones for a long time. 
And one key element or one key piece of advice that I would suggest if you are on this journey to developing boundaries is hold steadfast to them. It might be sad to not be able to speak to these loved ones, especially if you are like me that have always been the person trying to be the glue to keep everyone together and have always valued so much family. It's important for you to hold steadfast to your own boundaries because many years of not having them really is detrimental to the soul. Your soul will always nag you. Your inner compass will always say, this is not right. This is not you. And you never want to lose yourself in making someone else happy. You don't want to lose yourself and your purpose. Your higher self depends on you being able to protect what is of most importance to you. Your values are at your core and you should always protect them at all costs. If a loved one cannot accept that you are staying true and authentic to yourself, then it's really their loss. If they love you, they will realize that the things that you are holding steadfast to you, the boundaries that you're setting and you're not willing to cross is of importance to you. And they will find other ways to communicate effectively. And maybe you might not be that person that they can turn to when they need someone to fib. You might not be that person that they could turn to that will tell them what they want to hear instead of what you truly feel. And that's okay because if that is your values, that's your core value system, that you're always going to be honest, that you're always respectful, but you're always going to be honest and they don't want that, or they don't need that, they will see that, okay, this is not the person that I could turn to for that, for someone who is going to tell me what I want to hear no matter what. That means I have to turn to someone else. Another key component is that you're not here to fix other people either. If mom has this belief system in her mind about how another person is, and you've told her before that, you know, mom, this isn't a good idea, but she holds steadfast to that, you can't change her. That's not someone that you're going to change. You might be able to 
reminds her, you know, this isn't the way you should do things. But if she's not willing to change, you can't change her. I've had instances where there's been like some discord between one of my siblings and my mom. And it doesn't matter how much I talk to her. She holds steadfast in that discord. She chooses to live in that moment in the past. And nothing I say will change that. So in order to honor my peace, I've stopped harping on it. Or stopped continuously bringing this topic of conversation up with her. And I had an incident recently where my sister was not very happy that I couldn't change my mom's mind on something. Little personal matter, but I couldn't change her mind on something. She felt that I needed to continuously work on her being someone that she's not. It's an ongoing situation and it hasn't changed. And Sally, I don't think it ever will. But I think the key element that was missed here was not just the fact that I can't fix this person, but it's not my job to fix her. And it did cause some ruffled feathers. And sadly, there's nothing I could do about it. And I had to hold steadfast to my boundary of, I've done all I can do. There's nothing else that I can do. And I don't want to be involved in that situation anymore. And you have to respect that. I did all I could. She knows I did all I could. But it's not my job to fix other people. Just like it's not my job to fix other people's problems either. If you got yourself into a situation, I can offer you my advice. I can offer some assistance, but it's not my job to fix the situation. That's on you. Just like I can't expect you to help me fix any situation that I find myself in. So it's very important to remember boundaries are set in order to protect your essence and your core values and more importantly, your ability to make a choice.
No one else can take that away from you. No one else should take that away from you. No one else should ever demand that choice to be taken away from you. So this topic is one that we can go on and on all day about. And it's one that I probably want to make a series because there are different boundaries that we could develop. We could even develop boundaries for ourselves, self-boundaries, holding ourselves accountable to things that we want to change in our lives. So it's one that we will revisit. And I thank all of you for listening into today's episode on boundaries. And I hope that many of you the takeaway that you could take from this is to kind of take a look at your life and the situations or relationships that have caused you pain or sadness and think if there is a way that you can fix it with setting a boundary, what that would be. Oftentimes when we need a boundary to protect our, ourselves, our core values, it's usually one in which we find ourselves in with very many people. Where many people have crossed it, have crossed the threshold of your core beliefs. So I hope that this motivates you to kind of take a look into your own lives and find the situations where you have been having difficulties and try to implement these boundaries in order to protect yourself. And like I said, it's not going to be easy. The ones who disrespect those boundaries the most and give you the most kickback for it are probably the ones that have needed it all along and the ones those are the boundaries that you needed to implement long ago but remember it's never too late we are all on a journey to our higher self we are all rising to our full goddess potential so feel free to hop on to the Instagram page and share your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you ways in which you've set boundaries in the past that have helped you with your confidence and have helped empower you. Or even if you're a little lost on how you could safely develop boundaries for certain situations, feel free come on over to the Instagram page at at the rise of a goddess and let me know. Let me know how it's going for you. Let me know if there are tips that you could share that have been working for you or that work as a charm that we can share with our goddess community. Because like I always say, all of us are here to help one another grow. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope all of you have an amazing week and I will see you next Monday here at the Rise of a Goddess podcast. Bye.